Hello, my name is Joe Murray, and welcome to 28 Days of Black History. Every day this month, my friends and I will travel back in time to bring you stories, events, and people that have shaped black culture to what it is. Some people you might have heard of, some of them you might not have, some of the events you might have heard of, and some of them might be new to you. So whether you know the stories or you're hearing them for the first time, sit back and relax as we take this time to remember on 28 Days of Black History. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Joy, and today I will be speaking about Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was born Rosa Louise McCauley on February 4, 1913, in Tuskegee, Alabama. Her parents, James and Leona McCauley, separated when Parks was two. Parks's mother moved the family to Pine Level, Alabama, to live with her parents, Rose and Sylvester Edwards. Both of Parks' grandparents were formerly enslaved people and strong advocates for racial equality. The family lived on the Edwards farm where Parks would spend her youth. Parks' childhood brought her early experiences with racial discrimination and activism for racial equality. In one experience, Parks' grandfather stood in front of their house with a shotgun while Ku Klux Klan members marched down the street. Beginning at age 11, Parks attended the city's industrial school for girls in Montgomery. In 1929, while in the 11th grade and attending a laboratory school for secondary education led by the Alabama State Teachers College for Negroes, Park left the school to attend to both her sick grandmother and mother back at Pine Level. Parks didn't return to her studies. Instead, she got a job at a shirt factory in Montgomery. After marrying Raymond Parks, a barber and active member of the NAACP in 1932, she earned her high school degree in 1933 with her husband's support. After graduating high school, Parks became actively involved in civil rights issues by joining the Montgomery chapter of the NAACP in 1943, serving as the chapter's youth leader as well as secretary to the NAACP's president, E.D. Nixon a post she held until 1957. Although she had become a symbol of the civil rights movement, Parks suffered hardship in the months following her arrest in Montgomery and the subsequent boycott. She lost her department store job and her husband was fired after his boss forbade him to talk about his wife and their legal case. Unable to find work, they eventually left Montgomery and moved to Detroit, Michigan, along with Parks' mother. There, Parks made a new life for herself, working as a secretary and receptionist in U.S. Representative John Conyers' congressional office. She also served on the board of the Planned Parenthood Federation of America. In 1987, with longtime friend Elaine Eason Steele, Parks founded the Rosa and Raymond Parks Institute for Self-Development. The organization runs Pathways to Freedom bus tours, introducing young people to important civil rights and underground railroad sites throughout the country. On October 24, 2005, Parks quietly died in her apartment in Detroit, Michigan, at the age of 92. She had been diagnosed the previous year with progressive dementia, which she had been suffering from since at least 2002.
park's death was marked by several memorial services, among them lying in honor at the Capitol Rotunda in Washington, D.C., where an estimated 50,000 people viewed her casket. She was placed between her husband and her mother at Detroit's Woodlawn Cemetery in the Capitol's mausoleum. Shortly after her death, the chapel was renamed Rosa L. Parks Freedom Chapel. Parks received many accolades during her lifetime, including the Spring Arn Medal, the NAACP's highest award, and the prestigious Martin Luther King Jr. Award. On September 15, 1996, President Bill Clinton awarded Parks the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest honor given by the U.S. Executive Branch. The following year, she was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal, the highest award given by the U.S. Legislative Branch. Time Magazine even named Parks on its 1999 list of the 20 most influential people of the 20th century. Thank you for listening to 28 Days in Black History. If you guys would like to leave a comment, please follow us at The Joe Show on Facebook, at Reddit at The Joe Show, or check out our wonderful website at www.tjs.show. I'm Joe, your host. Join us tomorrow as we bring you another great episode on 28 Days of Black History. Goodbye for now. <laughs>